Even coming out of a bye week, the IU football team can't stop taking losses. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Tuesday, November 1st. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rood. I want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. IU football comes out of a bye week and still was taking just a ton of L's on Monday. Uh, a very eventful press conference from Tom Allen on Monday. Mainly bad, to be honest. Uh, the, some of you might have seen it on our YouTube channel, on Twitter. We posted an instant reaction to this uh, presser, but I would say the biggest news coming out of it is that Cam Camper is out for the season. Torn ACL for the wide receiver. Uh I use best offensive weapon, I would say, and uh, certainly their best wide receiver. They have severely missed him when he's been out, and now he is done for the year. Uh, He led the team in receptions with 46, yards with 569, and only one person has more touchdowns than him with two. Uh... That's a rough one. That there weren't many guys IU could just not afford to lose, and he's one of them. Uh, Tom Allen quote: "Obviously, we feel terrible for him. He's part of our team. He'll be in that long road to recovery. Our staff will do a great job of getting him back and having him ready for the fall." This is roughly the the same timeline, maybe a couple weeks later than what DJ Matthews had last season. He came back for week one. Uh, we'll see if Cam Camper will be able to. Obviously, all injuries, all recoveries aren't created equal, but there is a precedent for him being back for week one, and he will have next season. He is a junior, uh, tr- uh, obviously transferred in from Trinity Valley Community College. So he has another year for Indiana, but what a gut punch to open up the the presser on Monday. The, the first real news we seem to find out is that IU is down Cam Camper. He had just had a a really terrific season. I don't think it's a stretch to say he was playing at an all-Big Ten level when he was on the field. 569 yards in seven games. He was um, probably just a little off pace for a 1,000-yard season, maybe one more big game, and he'd be on pace for a 1,000-yard season. And to lose him just really stinks for him because he was having that breakout campaign he finally lands at a big school, um, or at least a Big Ten school, maybe not a big football school, uh, and then goes down like this. It's a real bummer for him. So uh, thoughts out to him as he goes through this recovery now. The question obviously kind of shifts to who steps up. Uh, I would say Anderson Kobe, based on the previous uh, games in which Camper missed, Kobe has kind of stepped into that starting role. He is third on the team in receptions. Emory Simmons has played as the other starting wideout. DJ Matthews has played as the slot receiver. Those are the only two wide receivers above him in yards. Uh, Kobe has 16 catches for 153 yards. There are a couple of other guys that 
could, should factor into this one. Uh, Walt Bell had this to say for us moving forward. A bunch of young guys are going to have to step up and make plays. Uh, Malachi, Malachi Holt Bennett, Javon Swinton is going to have to step up. Hopefully we can kind of get DJ Matthews back to full speed. He played a little in the Rutgers game and still wasn't back all the way. We've got enough people. We just have to make sure we're in a position to be our best. Javon Swinton uh, had a strong outing in IU's last game, even if it came in a frustrating loss. So he had one of his best games, uh, three catches for 41 yards, uh, one of the best games of his time in Bloomington. It was the most yards he's had in a game. Um, so he could be someone that makes a lot of sense outside of Kobe. Kobe's kind of been start and stop and, you can kind of see the flashes. Uh, didn't start out the year well. First three games, he only had a catch, but he's had at least two receptions in every game since. Um, we'll see if he's the one that takes that step. There's an obvious big name uh, that wasn't really mentioned that you would think, hope, wish that would step into this hole. It's Donovan McCauley. Um, we're going to talk more about him later in the show. This seems like a picture perfect opportunity to put him in a bigger situation. He doesn't have to take all of cam campers snaps and making him the number one option. It's probably a bit much, but you have a whole lot of receptions opening up and you have a really talented player that made a really interesting decision to move positions. This seems like a really good time to get him up to speed. Like I said, I want to dive deeper into that whole topic here in the uh, later on in the show one name that isn't going to be among those omar cooper uh the top wideout uh freshman wideout uh one of the big recruits indiana landed in this recruiting class he has already technically played four games um he hasn't he doesn't have a reception he doesn't have a tackle hasn't done anything of statistical note Four games is the limit. Uh, Omar Cooper returned four punts, excuse me, four punts for 63 yards, or kicks, excuse me, for 63 yards. Um, that's it. And four games is the limit for redshirting, and IU has decided they're redshirting him. So he's not going getting on the field the rest of the season. Ultimately, uh, for the future, it it's a good decision, even if it's a frustrating one. The four games he featured in, he just didn't really do a whole lot. There was a lot of promise, a lot of talk about him in the preseason during fall camp. Um, he still has a lot of talent, and hopefully he'll be able to show that down the line. Um, I mean, it is a lost season. Redshirting him makes sense. It's just a bummer because obviously Indiana couldn't predict this situation. But again, another guy, this would be a perfect opportunity to to bring him up and start giving him a lot more playing time. But I would say it's probably the right call in the long run to redshirt him. And I mean, IU isn't doing anything this season with all due respect to Omar Cooper. He hadn't really made an impact. That's a really deep wide receiver room he's playing in. So redshirt him. He got some experience, let him build on that. Hopefully make an impact next season. Who's going to be throwing these wide receivers the ball is apparently now up for debate. A little, a lot surprising, I would say. Not a little surprising is that Tom Allen would not commit 
to Connor Bazelak as a starting quarterback. We'll talk about what that means, what he had to say on Monday, and whether a change is in the offing or who it's going to be. There's a lot of uncertainty, it seems, about this quarterback position right now. Before we do any of that, this week's thrilling moment in college football is brought to you by Nissan. The thrilling designs behind the new lineup from Nissan are intended to empower drivers in vehicles as capable as the drivers themselves. When I think of unbelievable abilities on the field for this week's thrilling moment, I'm going to be a little honest here, guys. I didn't watch football this weekend. Um, I was watching basketball. I was watching IU's game on Saturday, uh, so I didn't watch a lot of football. I didn't watch any college football. Uh, I saw the highlights, though, and to me, the most insane play I saw this weekend, Ohio State-Penn State, fourth quarter of that one. Ohio State snuck out with a win, but it was JT Tuimolowau. I think I pronounced that right. The defensive end made an absolutely absurd interception pick six in that one. He had two interceptions as a defensive end. I am petrified of what that man is going to do to IU's offensive line in a couple weeks. But uh, he is the uh, he had the thrilling moment of the weekend. An incredibly athletic play. I don't know how Ohio State keeps churning out this talent. I know how. They recruit a million five-stars, but it's frustrating to watch. This segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. Big thanks to you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you guys get your podcasts. Look, I have been pretty ardent in my defense that uh, Indiana doesn't need to change its quarterback. It doesn't really solve anything. Tom Allen disagrees. He's the shot caller and certainly seems like something's up in the air. Um, he early in his press conference kind of had a vague quote that made it seem like maybe Bazelak's job was not secure. Um, and credit to Dustin DePirac, who we've had on the show with the Bloomington Herald Times who just straight up asked him, is Bazelak the starting quarterback this week? Quote, I'm just saying you'll have to wait till Saturday to see who's, who our starting quarterback is going to be. Straight from Tom Allen, that's how he ended his press conference, and what a doozy to end it on, because I certainly did not expect there to be any quarterback switch. If you're going to do it, you do it during a bye week. Um... I'm not really sure what to make of this because it wasn't really something I considered. Here's a couple stats for you. These are from the Indie Star. Shout out to them. Subscribe to them. Their IU coverage is elite. Zach Osterman, Dustin DePierac, those guys are incredible. Uh, here's some Bazelak qu- er, stats for you. Uh, in eight games, he's thrown for 2,099 yards, which puts him third in the Big Ten. Only C.J. Stroud and Aiden McConnell of Purdue have more. Uh, In 12 games last season, IU had a total of 2,106 yards passing. So he is a seven-yard completion or seven yards away 
from surpassing IU's total from the entirety of last season. Uh, Bazelak ranked second in completions with 208, which is nine more than Indiana had last season. I think most of that uh, goes to show just how bad IU was last season more than anything. Those are positive stats, though. Here's the flip side. IU ranks second in the conference in offensive plays with 614. Bazelak's 379 pass attempts are far and away the most. O'Connell has the second most at 315. Uh, Bazelak has a 54.9% completion percentage, which is dead last among Big Ten starting quarterbacks. His efficiency rating, according to the Big Ten's figures, is 107.1. Only Iowa's Spencer Petros at 105.1 is below him, and Iowa's offense is setting football back to the leather helmet days. He is ninth in the conference with 12 touchdowns, and just one Big Ten quarterback has thrown more interceptions than his nine. You could kind of frame this however you wanted. He's putting up the yards. He's putting up the completions. He's also doing it mainly because he's throwing 50 times a game. And IU is running a bajillion plays a game. We've talked a ton about the tempo and the mess it makes and um, what it has done to this team, specifically the defense. It's going to kind of pump up or inflate those offensive uh, stats, especially for Bazelak when he's uh, thrown so many times. 379 attempts through eight games is 47 attempts per game. I thought I was exaggerating with 50. I knew we'd touch that figure, but he's earnestly nearly at 50 attempts per game. For comparison's sake, he had 377 attempts in 11 games last year. He is throwing the ball so much. Um, I There are two minds of this. Um, I think Bazelak is fine. I, I've said that. I don't think he's the problem. I don't think he's the solution. I didn't. I don't know how much sw- switching him out changes things. But he's he's very immobile, and you're playing behind an offensive line that can't block anything. Perhaps they think that putting someone that can move and make plays is better. Uh, I mean, you saw. You've seen a lot. Uh, during games, how inaccurate Bazelak becomes when there's pressure. And as the game wears on, there's all seems to always be more and more pressure. And that's led to some pretty putrid second halves. Um, it's not been great. Who replaces him is the, is the question. Technically, Jack Tuttle is the backup quarterback on this team. And we talked about this before. If it were up to me, with all due respect to Jack Tuttle, He would not take another snap for IU football, barring an in-game injury. And that would be kind of what I would say for him once he made his decision to transfer. It's not personal against him. It's just IU has other options. Um, One very specific option in Dexter Williams that could take those snaps. Here's what Walt Bell said. Quote, there are certain things that Jack does really well going back to fall camp. That's why it was a really close competition. There are things Connor does well. At times, he's played well with this season. Other than three or four plays, he's played pretty good football. Dexter is a young guy who continued to develop. Dexter's got great physical tools as a passer, as a runner. Whatever we have to do to create where we can, where we can have one more point, 
than the other team at the end of the day is what we have to do. Odd sentence to close that. But look, if they're going to make a quarterback change, it makes no sense to go to Jack Tuttle. Even outside of him transferring, Jack Tuttle is, with all due respect, a worse version pretty much across the board than Connor Bazelak. And so it doesn't really make sense to just throw him out there. If you're going to make this switch, it is Dexter Williams that needs to be taking these snaps. He has more versatility. He can run. He's more mobile. He's We don't really know how good his arm is. There's a lot of questions about him. He hasn't taken a snap in a college game. I I kind of said that when I, um, when I did the preview uh, or I did the instant reaction earlier today. I couldn't recall one. Um, he hasn't. He hasn't thrown a pass. He hasn't. He he. We have no idea other than the fact that there was a lot of talk about him having a strong fall camp. So it's kind of hard to figure out what to make of him. But at the same time, he's young. He is different than he brings a different type of play style than what Bazelak does. That makes sense. If you're going to switch things up, you go to someone who, um, who is just not the same. He's a red shirt, sophomore, six, one, 200 pounds. If you're going to, if you're going to change it, it's Dexter Williams. Otherwise it's Connor Bazelak. And those are the only two guys that would take snaps for, the Hoosiers outside of Donovan McCauley the rest of this season, if it were me. And let's just kind of, that's the point I want to kind of finish the show talking about is how does IU approach these final four games now? Um, They pretty much don't have a shot at a bowl game. So how do you go about that? We'll talk about that. How I think the Hoosiers should start utilizing some other players here in just a moment. First, though, guys, look, talking about sweat is embarrassing. It is, um, it it's something people don't like to share stories about. You can have that awkward first date experience where you're out with someone and whatever it is, whether you reach across the table, you reach to call out for the waiter, and you have these sweat stains under your arms. You immediately assume your date. It was just staring at you uh, and staring at those sweat stains. No one likes that. So sweat blocks here to help you guys out. Sweat block wipes are a must have for everyone's toiletry bag. Whether it's a big, big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. They're antiperspirant wipes. You simply apply them. Wherever you have excessive sweat, wherever you have excessive sweat, uh, the night before, let it air out, go to bed, wake up the next morning, uh, wash the the affected area, go about your day. And I trust me, as someone who sweats a lot, I've tried these out and they work. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. Save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. Uh, these are also available on Amazon. So what do the Hoosiers do with these final four games? Technically, if they win three of them, they are a bowl team. Now, obviously, they're playing Penn State and Ohio State in the next two. They're not going to win three of them. 
Michigan State and Purdue are a little more winnable, but they're not going to be favored in either of those games. So what do you do? How do you approach these games? What I think IU is going to do and what IU should do, I think, are two different things. I fear that IU is going to continue operating this season as if they can achieve bowl eligibility, which could lead to Jack Tuttle playing quarterback these next two weeks and IU getting hammered. I know this isn't what you want your head coach to do, but IU kind of needs to face the facts that they're probably going to lose regardless these next two weeks. And what good does it do to, if you're going to make this quarterback change, I can't reiterate enough how silly it would be to put Jack Tuttle out there over Dexter Williams. If you're making the change, just commit to it and play Dexter Williams. And that's kind of the word that I think IU needs to do is they need to commit, commit to the youth, commit to the young guys you have on this team that are talented, that have shown flashes, whether it's Dexter Williams, if that's the way you're going with this quarterback battle, whether it's Donovan McCauley, who we talked about, he needs snaps. He needs passes. I'm not saying that you need to tell Bazelak or Tuttle or Williams Go out there and eye down McCauley. He needs to have six receptions this game. No, but he needs to be put in a situation where he can get open and he's uh, a significant part of this IU offense. IU needs to know by the end of this season if Donovan McCauley is a better wide receiver or a better quarterback so they know what direction to, to move forward with. I don't know that switching him back to a position is a great PR move this summer, but you need to know the answer by the end of this season. Cause right now I don't really know what type of wide receiver he is. You need to have a much better answer as to what type of wide receiver Donovan McCauley is after these four games. Similarly, Jalen Lucas needs to be on the field. I know that there's been talks about his pass blocking and, kind of running between the tackles, everything you need a back to do. When you're playing this up-tempo style, IU doesn't want to substitute guys. And that leads to situations where Jalen Lucas um, might not be the right guy you want in there for certain packages. Adapt. Try him in those situations. Do something. Jalen Lucas needs to be on the field because he's about as dynamic as a weapon IU has had offensively all season, whether it's running the ball, whether it's lining him up out wide. How many times have we seen Sean Shivers go out wide for these wide receiver screens? Why can't that be Jalen Lucas? Why can't he line up out wide? Why can't he uh, be the guy that is getting the ball in open space? Again, I said this before, Jalen Lucas, Donovan McCauley need somewhere between somewhere around 15 touches per game for these final four games combined, not sep- not each. They need to have the ball in their hands 15 times per game because you need to know what you have in these guys and you need to put the ball in the hands of your most athletic, talented players. Whether that's lining them up together in the backfield in a wildcat package, whether it's wide receiver screens, whether it's runs, whatever it is, these two need to be part of this game plan more than they are because right now IU has a lost season staring them dead in the face. And if you go about this 
you kind of hem haw around. You continue to not really use Donovan McCauley, who has um, all of 12 catches for 112 yards this season. And you continue to not really use Jalen Lucas, who's averaging three carries per game, uh, despite averaging five yards per carry. He has almost 200 yards and uh, 33 touches. If you continue to not really use these guys, then you don't really know what you're going to have going into next season. And that doesn't really make sense for anybody. Um, If Dexter Williams is the guy, you need to commit to him. You need to put him on the field and let him play these final four games. Don't do what you did last year where you put Donovan McCauley out there and you let him play a little bit and then you were worried he was going to get hurt. So you pulled back. Obviously, that looks even worse now because he just went and switched positions, which isn't an indictment on him, but you need to figure out what your future looks like. And I think IU has some pieces to have a brighter future, but we need to know. I don't I don't want to say I think they do. I want to, at the end of the season, say, I know Jalen Lucas is going to be a, a star or a, a dynamic weapon. I know Donovan McCauley can be a number one wide receiver. I know that Dexter Williams can be a starting quarterback uh, in the Big Ten, or I want to know that none of those things are true. But we need some clarity by the end of this season. Other than that, I I just don't want IU to go in these last two games playing for the now when it's pretty clear that the now is going to be a couple of losses. I'm not saying just give up on the season. I mean, they're already considering Dexter Williams anyway. If you're going to commit to him, do it. Play him, and let's figure out what the Hoosiers have. That's mainly my argument for this team right now. Figure out what you got so that we can head into the winter and into spring ball with a better sense of what this team's future looks like because you have this super talented recruiting class. You have these kind of string of recruiting classes pieced together. We need to start reaping the benefits of it. Um because things are going to get really heated up. Uh, Tom Allen's going to be on a hot seat uh, probably by heading into next season. So if he doesn't know what he has, then things could turn sour really, really quick. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you tomorrow to preview a couple players for the women's basketball team. I didn't intend on talking IU football today. Uh, But Tom Allen just dropped some doozies and made the decision for me. For your next listen now, check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on Twitter if you have not already. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave that quick rating and review. I really am trying to push that. I saw a lot of you guys do that. Uh, it, it helps us out a lot. It's really simple, and it, it really is a big help to us. Most importantly, though, guys, go out there, get some of that clearance uh, Halloween candy. Have yourself a great Tuesday in LEO.